Last time on Gathering of the Ages, this prison <laughs> is like a hands-on haunted house. Nobody signed any waivers to work here. <laughs> the news and the information that she received about the cause of the professor's death. Because oh, that really angered her. You can discern from the way that the professor was murdered on a magical sense that the reason they did it was to prevent anybody from speaking to him. The Harrows don't fight. It's important. Try to remember, or they're going to erase you. I'm sorry I'm not a cleric of some sort to release you and give you that peace you so desire. It's about the Splatterman. He started out as a professor, a celebrated scholar of anthropomastics, the study of personal names and their origins. Yet an accidental association with a succubus twisted and distorted his mind and his study, turning it into an obsession. He developed an uncontrollable obsession with an imaginary link between a person's name and what happens to that name when a person dies. Once he had spelled his victim's name, he would at last come for her, killing her in a gory fashion using a complex trap or a series of rigged events meant to look like an accident. Hello, everybody! I am the lovable game master, Spencer Borup. So excited to bring you another fantastic episode of Gathering of the Ages. This is episode 19. Can you guys believe that we've been doing this for 19 episodes? Blows me away. And I just think we get better and better with every episode. If you guys agree, make sure you email us and let us know how we're doing. We love receiving emails. We have received some amazing emails from some people. You'll hear about uh, s some of them in the next Behind the Curtain. I, mean, I don't want to say who because I don't want to spoil that or anything, but make sure you listen for that. Anyway... Episode 19, so good. One of my favorites. I know I say that about almost every episode, but I really do feel like every new episode is my favorite because we just get better and better as we go along. Now, within this particular episode, there is a little contest going on between the players. There will be a poll up tonight. As soon as this episode airs and whoever's listening to it as it comes out, the poll will be up before I even go to bed tonight. Make sure you get on there with either tonight or within the next few days, because this poll will only be open for a week. As soon as it's closed, it's closed. Now, nobody's going to be able to win anything except the players, but it'll still be a lot of fun, and you guys will be able to get to participate in the podcast and shape the story a little bit. So we really want to get you guys involved. Make sure you get on and vote. I don't want to tell you what it is, so make sure you pay attention during the episode. I'm not sure exactly when, but you'll know when it comes up. It's it's a lot of fun. We hope you guys have a lot of fun with it. And like I said, make sure you email us and let us know if you're still enjoying things. And I just want to say thank you so much to everybody that is listening to us. I mean, we have some amazing fans. As few in number as we might be, we got some good fans. I, I mean, we have some good listeners, and it it just amazes me and makes me feel so good about what we're doing. Anyway, that's enough rambling from me. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Ooh, it's so good. I'm so excited. I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. 
Anyway, here it is, episode 19, Throwing Down the Gauntlet. When we last left our heroes, they were seated around a table in the home of the late Professor Lorimore. His spitting image, his daughter, joined them in their conversation, in their quest for knowledge. They discovered the MOs of the five most notorious prisoners in the prison of Harrowstone. The last person that they discovered was a man by the name of Heen Furriman. His MO was the Splatterman. And just as they had speculated prior, names do in fact have power. We zoom in on our heroes, still seated around the table, grasping the papers containing this knowledge and this power. All these names, all this information that you've just discovered. What are you going to do with it? We're going to kill him. <laughs> uh. Episode... 19! Woo! Oh, man. Hooray! Feels good to be back. Huzzah. I'm so jazzed right now. What is the name of the track for those All listening? All for One And who Alex is it? Rowe. Alex Rowe. His link is on the website, so we highly encourage you guys to go give him some love on his YouTube channel. Yeah, he is mm. amazing. He has two albums out that are dedicated to... Dark Souls and all of its music, and he composed original works for it, and they're fantastic. And if that track it. right there is any indication to the rest of his work, I mean, stellar, stellar job. Like I asked you guys, what are you going to do with this newly acquired information? I feel like Marcus is going to panic a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're oh. kind of, I feel like Marcus is kind of on the outs right now. On the what? On the outs. I, I, on the outside. Not included in the group. Kind of feeling uh, like an outsider. Yeah. Give I feel me... like me and Min kind of bonded over the whole name thing. When yeah. you said, don't say Kendra's name, I feel like we had a bonding moment there. It's kind of funny that you say that because I feel like they grew a bond and we kind of lost a bit I of know. a bond. Yeah, yeah the romance is dead. The romance, the romance. The romance is in, not dead, but in trouble. It's in trouble. I say it's in trouble. They need to go to counseling. Like, one of them is sleeping on the couch right now. Yeah. It's Marcus, because I threw him out of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. This spot is for Bessie. <laughs> <laughs> now make room for Bartholomew and Bertha. <laughs> so let me, let me just ask... I you know I wanna I wanna see, especially after the fight that you and Prod had, and then going in and talking to Kendra last episode as well, and her telling you that basically through quit the extension, well, quit being a baby, but through the extension of her father's belief in you, she believes in you because her father believed in you as well. You should believe because I believe in you. <laughs> don't 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 believe in yourself. Believe in the me that believes in you. I will I will give a hero card to the person that can tell me what that's from. Gurren Log. Oh, you get a hero card, son. I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> it's his favorite anime in the world. Which I still haven't <laughs> seen, so sadly. Sucks. 
Sucks. Anime. Give me all your hero cards again. You're negative. <laughs> You're negative hero, hero cards right now. Now that deck is really good. If I strip you of your headed feet and cast you out. I got to bring in my next character then, right? <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> like no. Let me go back. I think we got off track there for a second. But let me go back to Marcus. I just kind of want to see what's going through his head, especially after the recent events. Uh, I'm not really sure. I, I think he's focusing on what he like. He still isn't too keen on the whole believe in yourself thing because you mm-hmm. know it's low self esteem apparently. But yeah. he also, like he said, he's not gonna leave this undone. He mm-hmm. uh, Petros trusted him for some reason. He's not gonna let that trust be in vain. So he's he's hard at work. Is Marcus? You know, as a con man, regardless of the fact that he's a con man, is Marcus loyal? Undoubtedly. He, like, the few friends he has made, they're on very good terms with him. Now, is there any interest in strengthening the loyalty between you and your fellow party members? At the moment, no. At the moment, no. And why? I don't know. He just, he doesn't feel too... Like, you'd think after a couple of days he would have warmed up to him, but he's he's standoffish by nature, I guess. Yeah? I don't know. I think he's just like, this is just another job. Okay. And he's only staying as long as he needs to. So there's no desire? Not really. Not really. What might trigger that? I don't know. Hmm. I have to wait. You know me. So, so wait, hold, hold on a second. Uh, kind of metagaming, but... And it might just be my forgetful brain, but do we actually know about, like, what sort of con man you are? Are you, like, a con man for hire, like me as a bounty hunter, or are you just going around basically self-serving? Uh, yeah, you guys don't really know that. We but don't know that yet. No. Okay. I can so. divulge it. It's it's ultimately self-serving. Okay. Well, is is you... there bits and pieces of you kind of help people here and there, or is it just Well, like... yeah, as evidenced by the fact he talked to professors, mm-hmm. the guys that we're going to... Mug yeah. the professor essentially. Mm-hmm. Okay, he talked him down. <laughs> yeah, right. he's not like you're decent, is what you're saying. So you, you have will fight for Mars. the underdog once in a while. You're not great, but you're a decent person. Yeah, he's a decent person. <laughs> okay, so and I'm surprised you haven't at least warmed up to men. I mean, he's kind of an underdog. He's also crazy. <laughs> I think that's. I would think that would make you even more. I don't know. I think that's why Marcus isn't too fond of men. Just he's clearly insane. He's. Very off-putting. <laughs> I'm going to ask True. you a rhetorical question. I just want you to think about it. All right. Okay? Because I, I doubt you'll have an answer for me. And maybe it's not so much a question. I just, I just want you to think about this. These people have already saved Marcus's life. Yeah, they have. Well, a lot. technically. That is true. Technically, that was Lyra. No, I think I, had, I, saved I, think you I did that I too. But, again... You were unconscious and dying at that point. Yeah. So you don't know exactly who saved you. Well, and the so half-elf was kind of standing over in, him. When he well, she, and she might have just, for, as far as Marcus knows, she might have just been the person making him drink a health potion or channeling positive energy. He doesn't know who actually saved him. So I just want you to think about that, that he doesn't uh, know exactly who saved him. I am just going to put and, it out there. Like, you just said that she was the one, or that you might think she was the one, but the, he's pretty sure. But, again, that's it was a party effort. I just want, want you to think about that. Don't. 
<laughs> Don't answer. Don't answer right now. We'll get back to you. Shut your pie hole. <laughs> We'll come back. We'll follow up with Zach Rice here on Dr. Spencer. And <laughs> Quit psychoanalyzing my character. <laughs> He's a con man with I, trust issues. Can't you get that? I do get it. I do get it. But I just, again, I'm just curious about Marcus. And You, you know what this is. We brought up earlier that Marcus is the only legitimately sane member of the party. And our GM just cannot have that. <laughs> <laughs> you will all be crazy by the end of this adventure path. <laughs> crazy or dead. Yeah. Two. That's or both. So let's get back into things. In the words of the Bee Gees, Marcus is staying alive. Ah, 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 staying alive, staying alive. alive. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Moving on. You just got some huge information. And... You might not be ready to return to the prison because the day is coming to an end and you've discovered all of this. And I know before we even started recording, you, Tracy said that Artrilla didn't even want to go to sleep. No, she's scared. I'm not sure if I will go to sleep. Would you like to sleep with Bartholomew? I think I would really like that, Parod. No, wait, 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 wait. Swap that. Bertha. I can't yes. separate Bartholomew and Bessie. That's true. You Let's want, not separate the boyfriend from the girlfriend. You want to sleep with the cursed hand axe? <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to sleep with the cursed one. No, Dang it. No, no. You had to remind her. <laughs> no. Well, they're both cursed. That's true. Well, and I've got the flute, too. No. Oh. And I'm not, I, no, I would only sleep with Bessie. I'm not willing to no, offer Bessie. No, I'm sorry, Parade. I would only sleep with Bessie. I'm not willing to offer Bessie. I already have a cursed item in my possession. What are we doing with the items when we go to bed? Or, I mean, we joked about it last time about, you know, being superstitious. Are any of you at that point? Are you superstitious of these items and what they might do? Uh, Marcus votes locking them in the trunk that was in the professor's room. Okay. With the books and, with stuff. The books and stuff? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to take a gnomish thing on this. I'm going to keep mine with me and actually sleep with that flute because I want to feel power over it. So it's going to bed with Maybe me. I'm going to take bit. the flute. I'm sorry, Marcus. I understand your reasoning, but this makes more sense to me. Tie it up a little bit. Put a tissue in the mouthpiece. No, nothing. Hey, I'm not the one he's after. So what do the rest of you do with the items? Are you guys taking them to bed, locking them in the trunk? Are you, so I take it you're locking the torque yeah. in the trunk. Is What is Min doing with the spell book? He puts the spell book in the in trunk. In the trunk and the weapons. No, they're, they're, they're you can't separate that the rod from no. a magical weapon. No. The grin on his face when yeah. Spencer said weapons. How do those function? Like, are they plus one weapons? Because we know he's going to use them. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to see anything right now. Oh, I have to find out. It's cursed. Every oh. time you see a dragonfly, you have to do a pirouette. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the I best. would love to see Parade doing right, a pirouette. <laughs> so we've got... Three, no, two items in the trunk. Three items are being slept with. Well, you know, they're in the rooms while people are sleeping. No, it's in my hand. It's in your in hands. The bed. You're sleeping with yes, it. Okay. In the bed. What do you do before bed? Any nighttime rituals? Anything you guys are, are well, planning course, on doing? Well, of course, all my beauty things I do before I go to bed. Well, I thought you were too beautiful to have to but do beauty regimens. Actually, I want to pull Kendra aside, though. You said when we were in that one room with all the treasure that I got mm -hmm. some silver combs. I'm assuming it was a set, right? Kendra, I would like you to have one of these silver combs that I found. 
No, they were hair clips. Hair clips, yeah. It was yeah. a set of hair clips. Hair clips. I would like you to have one of these silver hair clips, and I will keep one. Oh. Well, and then you can always remember me, and I can remember you. I appreciate this very much. Where you did can you, sell where did you it get if them? you like. We found them inside the prison before we found these hideous items that belong to the killers. Oh, well, I wonder who they belong to. It didn't say, and I, I, I didn't, and I didn't feel any magic on them. Min didn't say anything about magic, so I figured they were just some poor prisoners' combs. Well, I really appreciate this, and she clips it in her hair. Looks lovely. Oh, thank you. So, that goes down. What's Min doing? Min is unobtrusively, quietly, patiently waiting for Marcus to be alone. Okay. Just kind of watching him with TikTok mm. on his shoulder. We will get back to that. Marcus, what are you doing? Exactly what I'm doing right now. <laughs> oh, you're doing Harrow. He's yeah. doing hey. a Harrow reading. You're doing a Harrow reading. Uh, what does this particular Harrow say? Let's it have some is fun. It is the cross, which it signifies, the middle card signifies a person, and then each, there's four outer cards, and each signifies a personality trait, and then their past, present, and future. Okay. He's doing it for the torque before he goes to bed. Do it, and I'm... So flip all the cards over. I'm going to get a picture of it, and we'll put it on, and then we'll explain this particular hero. I think it'll be cool for the website. I'll get the picture. Uh, and what is Parad doing? Uh, two things, actually. Okay. Uh, I mentioned this earlier as a joke, but I was serious. I'm going to polish the new weapons. Okay. Just... Just make them look all nice. The blood off the axe. I can yes. see you doing that. Yeah. Make them look spiffy. All right. So you're sitting on the couch. You're polishing the weapons. Mm -hmm. Can I get some creepy music? So you're sitting on the couch. You're polishing your weapons, mm. your newfound weapons, and try as you might. No matter how long you polish that hand axe. You cannot get that blood out. What about Bartholomew? It's just a smith's hammer. Okay, because they were going on a date and he needs to look spiffy. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> Try as you might. Oh, my Poor God. Bartholomew <laughs> will not look his best for this date. Okay. I say I'm crazy. <laughs> hey, I'm lonely when my sister's not here. Are you getting frustrated with this fact? Oh, undoubtedly. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> I'm frustrated internally. <laughs> so not you're not, externally. You're not showing signs of frustration. Mm -hmm. you're we just... don't hear you grumbling to yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is, is the hammer bloodstained too? Or just no, the axe? No, just the axe. Okay. The hammer's probably rusty as hell, though. So. Yeah. But the hammer's shining up. He's getting that. Yeah, the, hammer, the hammer's kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a really old hammer. Do you go to bed? Do you eventually give up on that? I do. What but do you I do? I don't go to bed. You don't afterwards. go to bed. What? So, um, so you give up on that. Mm -hmm. Marcus is still doing harrows. I take it. Is he still doing that, or is he just what? What is Marcus doing after the harrow? Um, I don't know. I guess looking into his spell book and just okay, just going over his spells. Okay. What do you do after you're done polishing? Um. So Kendra's free, right? She's done talking to him. I finish trying to polish these uh -huh. things, and I go and pull her into the kitchen for a nice heart-to-heart -heart chat. All right. And what do you say? 
is going to get sentimental. I don't want to make you cry. I no, will do my best I'm, I'm to hold back the tears. It's probably slightly obvious that he's been worrying about her more and more as things go by. Mm -hmm. um, just because there's five murderers on the loose. Um, and we've already established that he's very close to her, mm -hmm. in a sense. Um, so he is checking up to see if she's okay. And I will roleplay this. All right. Uh, Kendra... I know I'm not a man of words, but I just want to see if you're all right. Are you are you holding up okay? I suppose as as good as any girl who recently lost her father. I can understand that, but I mean, are you really all right? Do you need help with anything? Anything? Just having the presence of the four of you in the house, and knowing that you are out there looking and, and trying to find the people that viciously murdered my father just is enough for me. Well, I'm glad we can bring you some peace in this situation. But I feel like our conversation here isn't over yet, quite. Um, and despite all of his better judgment, he is going to leave the room for a brief moment. Okay. And grab the painting. Ooh. I Marcus. Said, I said better judgment. Because this is probably pretty stupid. Marcus, roll me a perception check. Eleven. I'm glad I'm upstairs. <laughs> are you are you just going out and grabbing it? Are you kind of no, are you, are you, are you shady about it? I'm pretty shady. I'm not that stupid to be. I would think he would be a little sneaky. Well then, roll a roll stealth, a stealth check, check. Dingus. I want to see this. You rolled an 11 Ooh, perception. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> I rolled a natural 18. All right, whatever. Marcus oh. does not notice that the painting goes missing. All right, interesting. I'd imagine you set it down. Yeah. You're not going to cling to it. I mean, it's not important to you. Yeah, it's so, really not. I mean, it's it's to me, it's just loot. And I mean, in my profession, that doesn't mean much because I come across a lot of it. I want to hear what you but say to Kendra, though. to but Marcus, yeah. I think it's more of a pride thing at this point. Broad pissed you off. Yeah. And you were like, hell no, I'm not giving her the, the painting. So... Very interesting. I want to see how this plays out. But we'll get back to the heart-to-heart -heart in the kitchen. So you walk back in with the painting. How big is this painting? It's like a, like an 8 by 11 portrait. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's not heavy? No, not right. at all. So I just, like, walk up to her and hand it to her. Uh, okay. <laughs> and she looks at it. She's like, oh. She's not quite sure what to do with it because it's a painting with, of a guy. She's like, and it's ugly. And the yeah. guy's not very attractive. Yeah, I mean, why would she want it? That's You're going to talk to her, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I appreciated it. Who is it? I didn't quite catch that. I was kind of in my own thoughts at that time. but I was pawning over the, yeah. <laughs> over the weapons. I just <laughs> <laughs> um, and I know it probably doesn't seem like much at first glance but it's not about the painting it's about why i want to give it to you um a long time ago you may remember but your father was very kind to me and i will always cherish the moments we had together but i remember you 
very distinctly as a very kind ray of sunshine in my life and my sister's life. I know she has never forgotten you, even though we've been distant all these years, but you are a very beautiful young lady and I cherish you deeply. And this is my way of showing it. Thank you, Parade. I, I, I do not know what to say. Well, I don't think you need to say anything. Just know that I don't really care about this painting. And you can do as you wish with it. You can sell it or keep it. I don't care. Well, I don't know what to do with it either. Maybe I, maybe I will sell it. Perhaps I will be able to get some money for future meals while you are staying here for the remainder of your 30 days. That sounds like a good idea. I think I might do that in the morning. Thank you for this this token parade. You're very welcome. And for your talk of of being here when I was a child, I I do vaguely remember someone like you living here with my father, almost like a like an older brother and your sister. Yes, I do. I do remember her. It was so long ago, many years ago. That it was. She is so touched, she gives you a hug. So, in this hug, at first, (laughs) I'm, like, very startled, kind of, and, like, shocked, because this never happens. Like, my sister rarely hugs me, and we're really close. Um, So, if you were there, you'd be able to see me kind of wary, and then after a little bit, kind of embrace the hug a little bit. Okay. So we pan out of the kitchen. Has our Trilla gone? Uh, what is our Trilla doing? She's upstairs writing in her journal. Okay. And getting that means bed. Marcus and Min are alone. Ooh. Should I keep the emotional music going? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a heart to heart with Whatever. Marcus. Whatever. It's an after school special. <laughs> Hi. Hold on. I this don't seems like this. no. This seems very Lord of the I Rings. I was gonna say it's very. It seems, after no. Leave it. Time leave music. it. I like I it. it. I like it. Right. Leave it. I like yes. it. Okay. Can I help you? I'm sorry about what Farad said about your papa. It's all right. It's not your fault. I loved my papa, too. A lot of people do nowadays, I I hear. (laughs) I was really sad when he died. Was anybody there for you when he died? Well, there was... Lunetta and my mother. My mother was never really there for me, to be honest. And I just ridiculed Lunetta when she asked me how I was doing, so... Not really. I didn't really have anybody either. But I would have really, really liked someone to be. Kendra's got us. I suppose so, yeah. I think we should give her the painting. Not because we owe her, or because we feel like we have to. 
but because we're all she's got right now. Alright. It's... It's not that, it's just, it's just a painting. Like... It doesn't mean anything. I, I don't know, it's just... Why would she even want it? What made the... What made the green bastard think that she would even want it? I thought you were good with money. That painting's worth some major swag, yo. <laughs> Forgive me, but my player forgot to put ranks in appraise. <laughs> <laughs> Could help her get through the expenses she's had to... Have you seen this house? She's not exactly struggling for cash. She might not be able to stay here for much longer. Why do you say that? What if we fail? What if the way comes after her? They're already after us. And they already killed Petros. Every little bit can help. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Are we done talking? I've got some spells to prepare. Well, I do have one question. Do you think I should prepare burning hands or ventriloquism for tomorrow? <laughs> ventriloquism? <laughs> ventriloquism. Got it. <laughs> Good night. Please don't tell me you're actually preparing ventriloquism. Yes. Oh, for Because Marcus still... All right. Well, we're, we're doing it. Hey, right. Give me some credit. It's a, su it's a really useful spell, actually. Okay. Min's gone to bed. Uh huh. Parad's in the kitchen with Kendra. Not anymore. No, not anymore. You went to bed. Oh yeah. Artrilla's in her room, writing in her journal. Probably not getting any sleep. I think I I try. It's probably okay. fitful. Okay. Probably fitful sleep. And does Marcus eventually make his way to bed? Yeah, he's probably the last one awake, but he eventually does get to sleep. Kendra's actually awake, the last one awake. And you don't quite see her sitting in the living room. Maybe maybe you're deep in thought. Maybe you're just tired from all the events over the past few days. You don't quite see her, and she, she calls to you. She says, Marcus, are, are, you, are you heading to bed? No, I'm going out for a wonderful night on the town. <laughs> Stop it. I'm serious. So am I. Can't you tell? <laughs> I should make you roll a bluff check. <laughs> no, he's obviously being sarcastic. <laughs> I meant what I said earlier. <sighs> well, thanks, I guess. Marcus. Even though you may not believe in yourself, there are others that believe in you. I'll try to keep that in mind. Please do. And then you go up to bed. Try not to burn the house down. <laughs> to her? Or to yeah, to oh. her. <laughs> she just laughs. <laughs> and uh, you, you proceed to bed. Do you go straight to sleep? Yeah, probably. He, he, like, sets his hero deck and whatnot, like, his case and his mat and his, 
spell book and whatnot down on the table first. But Okay. So before I get into the next part, we need to have our little contest. We need the name of the group. Zachary. Why are you starting with me? Because I feel like it. Go. Because he knows mine's going to be the best, so he saved <laughs> me for last. Go ahead. What's your What's your group name? I already gave mine, though. Okay. So you two are sticking. You told Tracy told me before that you were sticking. Yeah, I'm sticking. She would have stuck with that. Okay. And what is Phillips? Uh, touching on our recurring theme of bad luck and the fact that we were in Ravengrow, I came up with the Black Feather Few. All right. And did Zacharias decide to compete or no? Uh, yeah, it's really stupid though. It's like, it, it's it. it's heroes, it. heroes. That's just because, oh, uh, because drawing that inspiration oh, from Hogan's have, heroes. I kind of like it. You I have touched like on Tracy's weakness for alliteration. I know that is. <laughs> I kind of like it too. It's a major. So let's put it to a vote on air. All in favor of Zachary's? What was it again? I, what was it? Heroes, heroes. No, no Zachary's, Zachary's was Ustalov uh, something. U- I think it was Ultimate Ustalovian yeah. 4. Okay. Ult- so the four names are the... Ultimate Ustalovian 4. Heroes, heroes. Blackfeather Few. Atrilla's Army. Don't vote for that one. <laughs> We're going to put... for the love of all that is holy and good in this world, do I will, not vote for that one. We will find you. We will find you. I will leave the podcast if that one gets picked. <laughs> I cannot be a part of Artrilla's army. I can't do it. Okay. So you realize the acronym for that is AA. Do you see a problem with that? <laughs> Doesn't it just fit? <laughs> We're all sitting. You guys are all sitting around the table getting knowledge and stuff, and Marcus stands up and says... My name is Marcus. I am a con man. Hi, Hi Marcus. Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to put a poll up. Uh, I don't even know where to do it. The website? I will tweet out when the poll goes up after this episode is released. Okay, So I will tweet out wherever that poll is going up, and you guys can vote on your favorite name. Whoever wins will win wo- not one, but two hero two cards. Hero cards. All right, getting back into the action. You guys are all asleep. I need some music. I need some good music. Didn't you just see this yeah. coming? Yeah, yeah, I did. Hold on. Oh, oh. Is that good enough for you? Actually, that, that works really good. good. <laughs> <laughs> He's singing the song. Serenade us, Zacharias. There we go. It's... Oh, I'm getting chills. <laughs> All right. Our four brave adventurers after a harrowing... See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> trip to the prison of Harrowstone. And a rigorous adventure so far. All go to sleep. Can I just say I'm not excited for this new day? Why is that? Because... I'm afraid. Because <laughs> you turned on the soundtrack. <laughs> the fear a... is real. Parade is not afraid, but I'm afraid to role play this day. Yeah, I bet you are. I'm going to say our slogan, our motto for the first time on air. Prepare for your nightmares to become a reality. Oh.
Yeah, it's not really our slogan if you've only said it once. It is our slogan. <laughs> it's on our t-shirts. It's on our t-shirts. It is our freaking slogan, mm. so accept it. Mm. Good old Marcus. Why Marcus again? In a particular, rather horrible nightmare, dreams. And for the first time in one of these dreams, you hear a voice. Oh, no. And this voice begins with laughter. <laughs> You're all so brave, you courageous fools. I am excited for this little game of yours and ours. Please find me in the prison. I am excited to meet you. You might not be excited after what the cards tell me. Your cards? They are no match for me! And Marcus pulls a card in his dream. What does your card say? The beating. Ooh! Ooh. <laughs> a symbol of being attacked from all sides. But who is it, though? Because that could also imply that you're going to be beat. Hey, let's be optimistic here. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be optimistic here. Don't take this moment. <laughs> I'm going to use your words against you all. Almost as if this guy can read Parad's mind. Oh, <laughs> this isn't Parad's mind. mind. This is my mind. That card, I, like I said, they have no power against me. That card could mean you will get the beating. Well, let's hope the fates are kinder to me than they are to you. Oh, we will see. Fate is a cruel mistress, as I have learned so long ago. Come to me, Marcus. Come to me! And as he's yelling, your name begins to be written on the wall again. Ew. And you wake up. You wake up and you see your name on the wall being written. Just slowly, just being drawn out as great as your speech was. You are afraid. You wake up in a cold sweat and you stare for hours unsure what to do staring at your name written in blood on the wall as if it's taunting you and your pride man Marcus's pride is not gonna let him go back to sleep he's angry yeah he's angry you're not wrong there ooh so you sit on the bed, unsure what to do. You're just staring, and it's it's not going anywhere. What's going through Marcus's head? Uh, in two words, well, crap. <laughs> <laughs> you know... His fears have been confirmed. This is definitely over his pay grade. And as much as Marcus, you know, he's a con man. He puts on a front. Does his fear show? I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Because, again, he puts up that front, and he's, like, inside he is losing his damn mind. But For uh, the first time, something about this dream shook you. And you are visibly afraid. You are shaking. Your hands are shaking. You are so afraid. You're terrified. Of what might be waiting for you somewhere in the prison. 
what do you do? He goes to the deck. My grandpa's deck has no pathetic cards, <laughs> Kaiba. <laughs> but it does contain the idiot. <laughs> Eventually, the those sun begins. Home, for those at home, I drew the idiot yeah, from the deck. Yeah, he did draw the idiot. <laughs> so the sun begins to rise. The, the other three begin to wake up. Marcus eventually makes his way out of his room. The three of you, roll me a perception check. Everybody but Zacharias, roll me a perception check. Eight. Okay. Twenty. Twenty-five. Artrilla, for sure. You can't tell what. You just look at Marcus. You can tell that he is tired. He's got bags under his eyes. And you can you just kind of get the sense that something's wrong. All right, before we go any further, I want to interject something about the card I drew earlier. How I said my grandpa's deck has no pathetic cards, but it does contain the idiot. Um, <laughs> the idiot is actually a card that pertains to doubting one's own self-worth and like a crisis of identity. So that is really, really it's fitting. apropos for Marcus. Yeah. It's almost like the deck is speaking to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of freaky. <laughs> It's, it's pretty cool. It's like the dice earlier. It's magic, yeah. man. Last episode. Okay, so like I said, you you perceived that something was off with Marcus. Okay, so I'm going to head over there. Uh, good morning, Marcus. Hi. I can see that you didn't sleep all that well. Oh, you're right, I didn't. And I know that we've had um, some differences of opinion in the past, and I don't quite understand it because most people adore me and love me, but... Um, oh, so that can't possibly be it. <laughs> of course not. So I would like... But I, I would like to try to win you over and soothe you, perhaps. I do have a lovely singing voice, and I do remember once when the professor was feeling particularly down once, I sang him a little lullaby, and it just kind of soothed him. Would you let me do that for you? I'm going to stop you right there. No. <laughs> All right. If we live longer than two weeks, I might take you seriously. But <laughs> That's okay. And she walks away, and she, her head is actually down, and she's Aww. sad. Oh, she's actually hurt her feelings. Oh, look what you did, you big bully! <laughs> <laughs> you really now I really don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> you really can't handle it when somebody doesn't like you, can you? Well, it wasn't quite about that, little man. Um, I just, I don't know. Can I tell you this in secret? Okay. Don't oh, have a lot of friends. I mean, Ooh, what? No! What? You guys aren't oh listening. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> You're not here. Stay out of the conversation. Shutting up. Little <laughs> man, I have people that adore me and worship me, and and some people are jealous of me. Of course, you can see why. But I don't have a lot of friends, and when the professor died, I felt like I lost something, and I don't quite understand because I never had friends. It didn't bother me that they didn't have friends, but. When the professor died, it felt like a little piece of my heart was chipped out. And when I offered to do that for Marcus, I think I was hoping that maybe, no, never mind, it's too silly. No, go ahead. I understand. How could you understand? Do you even have any friends? 
Shots fired! These episodes are just full of epic burns! Halfling down! Not really, because she sees that you're odd too. <laughs> no, I don't. See, so how would you understand? How did were you friends with the professor? Yes. I liked him. Well, I think maybe we had something more than that. I just don't I don't know how to say it. Maybe friends is too strong a word. Maybe I don't want to be friends with Marcus. But something when he rejected me, something that special that I did for the professor that he said helped him so much. Just felt like the professor telling me no. You understand? Kind of. It's hard to explain, isn't it? Yeah. No. It's hard to explain, but it's not hard to understand. Maybe I'm just looking for something because for the first time in my life, I really feel afraid. When the professor was around, I never was afraid, even though I didn't see him. I could do anything, anything at all. But this, this is beyond me. Maybe I'm hoping for a stronger relationship with you all. Maybe we could be friends, little men. I think I'd like that. People don't really like me either. Well, then you can be my friend. You don't even have to adore me, which I know you do, but we'll be friends. You don't have to, but you can. But I know you do. You don't have I know to, you do but already. you're gonna. <laughs> I know that you think I'm so much superior than you, but really I'm not. I think we can make a good team, don't you, little men? Yeah. I'd like that. Bonding I don't know, moment. maybe give a little handshake or something. <laughs> Little yeah, bonding moment. Like pats the halfling on the head. <laughs> oh yeah, that's actually something she yeah. would do. Pat you on the head. <laughs> We're friends now. Pat, pat, pat. pat, pat. <laughs> like a little puppy. <laughs> you guys make your plans. I'm just getting the feeling you're all ready to go back to prison. Well, Marcus hasn't told us anything. Well, to be fair, nobody's really asked. You said he didn't sleep. That's well true. And... Yeah. That's what she perceived. But you hurt my feelings, so I'm not asking again. <laughs> hey, little man, can you go ask? Maybe you can get it out of him. Maybe he likes you a little better than, better than me. Go ask Marcus. Something happened in the night. Maybe he had another nightmare. Okay. Right, and while you, when you come over, Marcus is, he's flipping through his hero deck. He just, he's shuffling it. And he draws his card for the day. And it is, in fact, it is the beating. You rigged that. You had to have rigged that. <laughs> I'm going to go with You're it. screwing with me. You rigged that. <laughs> no. He shuffled it. You guys are screwing dream. with no, me. No, we did. No, we're not. He shuffled it. Jeez. <laughs> okay. This is crazy. That is crazy. You really did pull that again? Yeah. So you pulled it last night, shuffled, pulled it again. Yeah. Yeah. That is weird. This is my card for the you day. You guys are screwing. I think me. we're ready. Okay. All right. So, hey, men, men find out what's going up. on. Coming over. Hi. <laughs> he always has to say that. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people actually notice he's there for the first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like this far <laughs> down. Hi. Huh? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Down there. oh, it's you. Oh, there he Hello is. Hello down there. Oh. Yeah. Hello. You ready? As ready as I'll ever be, I suppose. You don't look ready. You actually look kind of awful. 
You know, you're the second person to point that out today. So it's obvious. What's the matter? Go look on the wall of my bedroom. You'll find it all out yourself. Oh, I see. Nope. <laughs> you walk in. There's nothing there. Oh! So, so Vin comes downstairs. Oh, I see. You're afraid of spiders. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Made a fool out of me twice, he did. <laughs> now I'm really gonna rip him a new one. Do you say it loud enough for men to hear? Yeah. So oh. men picks up on that? Oh, that sounds more ready. <laughs> I think I'm slowly creeping closer at this point, but just staying out of Jeez, his life. you're shot. nosing. <laughs> I am totally. I want to find out what's going on with him. The splatter man challenged me, basically. Oh, you mean that thing we have to kill? He wants us to go to the prison. Good. We want to go to the prison. Yeah. We all want the same thing. What do you mean he challenged you? He used a samurai feat. Oh yeah, my he gosh. A, he issued a samurai's <laughs> challenge. I was being serious, it's not. <laughs> what you mean he challenged you, Marcus? He taunted me. He wants us... He... I think he really wants us to go down there. He, he can't wait. Did you see him? I didn't see him. I heard him. Oh my goodness. And you spelled my name on the wall. Try as you might, Marcus. You're trying to remember your dream. You remember what he said to you. You can't remember what he looked like. Well, yeah, you never told me I saw you him. You never so. told him. Yeah. yeah, you just said a voice. I think we should get Parade. Are you even up yet? If you want me to talk to Marcus, <laughs> yes. I'm like the worst Everybody's person. up. Yeah. No, but I didn't even know if you were up yet. Oh, Everybody's yeah, up. I'm up. So I'm just going to cut away. We're ready to go to the prison. Yep. You guys, we like we're just going to Now we're all fired Next up. scene, you're there. And Did you, we see any more letters? Wait, wait. Prison. Did we see any more letters on the monument? No, there were okay. no more letters the next morning. So you guys walk past the monument, no more letters. Continue up to the prison, and you're Into inside. Besserania. You're going Besserania. to Besserania? Yes. Okay. So you enter the room, and she's, oh. I'm so glad you're back. What did you did you discover anything last night? Prison lady. I would let I'd like to see you given up all together <laughs> on her name. Yeah, wait. Uh, Tell me her name one more time. Veseronia. Oh, I hate that name. I hate that name. Okay, you can call her Veronica. Okay. Prison lady. Prison lady. <laughs> they are. This is a Pathfinder adventure. Oh. They are not going to get any easier. Oh, they're horrible. Okay. Veseronia, I would like to show you the tools again. Because we think we're ready to fight, but first I want Marcus to tell you what he experienced last night. You tell her, and I, I feel like I've had the same nightmare the entire time I've been here. After my my husband was taken away, he's been taunting me as well. So you see the urgency to go downstairs and find his badge. Well, the voices of the spire might not be here, but I am going to put that man where he deserves to go. He means hell. <laughs> Thanks for the translation. <laughs> <laughs> like, really there are five prisoners, and I believe, every fiber of my being, that all 
five of them need to be put to rest. I agree, milady. That's why we want to go downstairs. They are all over the prison. What do you mean? You said everybody was trapped when the fire happened. Only those in the basement. So wait. Some of them got out beforehand. Some of them did not live in the basement. We were under the impression all the prisoners were kept in the basement. Not all of them. Only, only the worst, most dangerous were kept in the basement. So the five were after. Is that what you're saying? I feel that they are. There, there might even be some upstairs. Well, do you Father think? McFeely is probably upstairs. Oh, I believe you might be right, Monkus. What were you gonna say? Do you think after your husband got cast out that the boundaries were weakened? Maybe they have free reign. We just don't know. I do not know that. Oh, little men, I didn't even think of that. I know that they grow stronger every day. Magic's all about back doors and loopholes. Marcus, where do you propose we start then? The basement or the upstairs? Well, maybe... Maybe putting his lackeys to rest will weaken him up for us. Shake him up a little bit, you know? What say you mates? Let's go upstairs. I'm I with agree. Marcus. Alright, I'm going to unveil the upstairs piece. Oh! That piece. Holy Ooh. iron. Oh, wow, it's all, it's it's all, all together. all one piece. We're getting fancy up in her. Okay, so the hole in the middle is the stairs. Did we decide if we brought the things with us? I mean, I know we brought all our, you know, battle gear and stuff, but did we bring the haunted items with us? Are they still in the trunk? Ooh, we didn't discuss that. I'm going to assume we did. Because I know I've got the flute, but I want to make sure you guys have your things. Okay, so you enter the stairs. Immediately as you as you exit, as you enter the top floor, you look off to the south and you notice a row of bars and a couple wooden chairs. No, not wooden bars, a row of iron bars, like a, like a half circle. Wooden bars. That's not oh. very sturdy. <laughs> Right there, and then a couple chairs within, uh, and then you can kind of peek around the corner. You can see around the corner, and you notice that there was like a, a dining area in the open. You notice that, and then further along, there's a wall right in front of you, so you can't quite tell what is beyond that. So where do you go? Marcus, he's visited you the latest. Where do you feel we should go? You're heading towards the west. Yeah. All right. For those at home, I just did eeny, meeny, miny, mo. <laughs> I wondered how you decided. It's very diplomatic. Wow. Letting the fate decide through a time-honored method. Okay, so you you walk past the the iron bars, and there's a a door that is will allow you access into it. You guys see this, and uh, all four of you roll me a perception check. Okay, before I do that, I'm gonna give the group. A one hour plus one on reflex saves. Oh. Take this one back. Baby, 24. 24. 23. 23. Zachary. Oh. Okay. Mom. 23. 23. I love these clear dice, man. What were we rolling in? Perception. And I'm 20... so glad. Two. Okay. So glad Everybody was above 20. That's true. 
So you guys are all able to discern that the area to the south with the iron bars is a guard's post. The guards would sit here behind the protection of the iron bars and watch the prisoners. And they, you'd imagine they take rotations and stuff like that in mm -hmm. this area. As you continue farther towards the west, you notice that three rows of cells. You can see the, the cell doors, all of which are closed, except for the one at the south end, the larger L-shaped cell. You see that as well. Um, are you guys kind of walking? Are you still heading towards the west, walking through the cells? What are you doing? Min's got an idea. Okay, what's your idea? Reaching through time and trying to remember, trying to think what it might have sounded like in the past, Min uses ventriloquism. Oh, jeez. Oh, he could actually use that spell. It's a spell. Oh, how funny. To conjure a cacophony of voices further ahead of them. From the actual past. That's the voices are from the past. Flavorfully, yes. Okay. Um, Okay. Uh, but the the spell, the base mechanics of the spell is that I create my voice or any sound I can normally make vocally seem to issue from some place else. Oh, sorry, this is a different spell. Whatever. <laughs> so it's Min kind of projecting his voice somewhere else. 25, 30, th he can project it like 30 feet max Kay. away from them. He wants to do this and make it as loud as he can to see if it draws anything in. Oh, great idea. Or if yeah, it nice wakes tactic. anything up. Nope. <sighs> nice tactic used for not. All clear. That was brilliant, Min. So, where do you go? You head further. Are you gonna Are you gonna walk through the cells, peek through the doors, see what you can find? Once he knows it's all clear, he walks right in. He's not even... What are you rocking right in? One of the cells? Are you walking in one of the rows of Wa cells? Walking around the cells, see if there's anything Kay. inside. Oh, boy. Should uh, probably be followed I by... think you should probably pick a uh, cell. I think Marcus is going to close with him. Like, yeah. he's gonna, Marcus is going to follow him. And Marcus is going to ready in action. The second anything appears, he's going to blast it with Disrupt Undead. He has had enough of this bullcrap. <laughs> of the undead. <laughs> He's just got this glowing ball of blue energy sitting in his hand. He's just like, come on. Okay. You begin walking through the cells, peering through the doors. Karad and I are just following. Okay. Min is walking through all the cells. All of you are walking through the cells, peering through the, the windows and the doors. And as you look through every single cell door, inside is a skeleton either lying on the bed, crumpled up in a heap on the floor. Are they burned? <clears throat> They're not burned. So you begin walking down the westernmost hallway in between two rows of cell blocks, once again looking through all the windows, observing more skeletons. Everybody roll me a perception check. 12. 16. 12 for Trilla. 15. 23. Okay, so the three guys, I'm going to exclude mom on this one. You are walking down and behind you, so your backs are to it. You hear something coming from the end of the hallway. 
It now may not be as important to you as it would be to Artrilla, but you begin to hear playing of a flute. And as the flute begins to play, it grows louder, and you are startled as the skeletons within the cells come to life and begin banging on the doors. We'll see you next week. Oh. Oh, Marcus, you're so ready. Yeah, I would just like to say that that constitutes my ready to action. I am going to start blasting everyone. Will our brave heroes be entranced by this mysterious tune, or will they face the music and rise to the challenge? Tune in next week to find out.